episode 608. Feeling great. <laughs> Feeling great. Feel like a million bucks. A million. a million. But you know what? A million doesn't get you very far in this economy. <laughs> that is so true. It wasn't, oh it my god. What it used to I be. mean, this we this was not at all what we were planning on talking about, but <clears throat> I opened up Zillow where like Zillow sent me a, a like, hey, how about this house kind of thing. Yeah. That was on the street that my I grew up like my my mom and dad's like second house, like first house that they owned in um an area called Canoga Park in You're kidding me. And it was on the same street. Guess my mom I think my mom and dad bought it for I mean couldn't be over a hundred thousand dollars. Couldn't be mm-hmm. I it might have been seventy five thousand. Like it what Yeah. Guess how much that house is going for. Three no, two bedrooms, one bath. Two bedrooms, one bath. Canoga Park. Can Canoga Park. Oh God. I don't know that area. One point five million? Oh my god, yep, you're just about right. Really? I could one point three. I couldn't even believe it. I was like, my entry like the, my parents entry this was the Their starter home. Starter of right. starter homes. Yeah. With nothing. Isn't that crazy? Peg and not Peg updated. Peg and Palmeister, they um Peg and Stop being <laughs> sneaky hilarious when I'm about to take a sip of wine. Spit take. They yeah. bought their house in, I think it was 67, and my mom still lives there. They bought theirs for $15,000. <laughs> oh my God, I almost flashed our Patreon people because I'm definitely not wearing anything under here. They actually might have seen a little nip because I, I almost had to like cover my mouth. I'm We're going to have to do slow motion and You actually will because I definitely know you saw some tattoo there. You For might have sure. seen some nip. 100%. Oh, but Lucky you know us. You're paying for it, so it's uh, what you can. Wow. It's oh like OnlyFans. That is... Suze, I can't believe that price. $15,000. That's, That's like really what I something. won on my first season of the challenge. See, you could have lived right there. I could have the, bought uh, Pittsburgh suburbs. <laughs> also a time machine. How much would that be? Wow. I mean, even when they told me that, you know, when I was a kid, even then it felt like, holy heck, that is insane. Like a lot of money? Yeah. Or not no, no. Oh, I thought even then like, you felt I can't like that believe was not that. Right. Yeah. $15,000. Like that the cost for like the cost of a Chanel bag. Right? Isn't that fucking crazy that like a house that five pe- how many fucking people seven people lived in? That's right. Seven human beings. It's lived in a house that is the price of a designer bag. Stop. <laughs> It's about the size of a designer bag. I mean, even though seven people lived there, it was like, I don't know, a thousand square feet of livable space, you know. It, it is not. It is so small. I don't know how we did that. Wow. It's so dysfunctional. Anyway, home prices, man. <laughs> inflation. What's the deal with Whoa, inflation? what's the deal? Welcome oh, to episode gosh. 608. Did I say that? I don't even know. Yeah, Brain but that's the, we, yeah. We can okay. say it again. We're well, proud. I'll excited. say it like several more times throughout yeah. this episode. The normal um, Anything we need to talk about before I launch into my 
any business, notes. any order of uh, order of business? No, yeah. I mean, give me some, give me some info, Suze. Lay it on me, sister. Oh, you do have to watch the Tony Hawk documentary. Oh, I am so excited to see that. Yeah, that's I right love up him. your alley. He just seems like a cool guy. Yeah, he he seems like a cool guy for sure. Although and I love the whole story about people not knowing that it's Tony Hawk and like saying that he looks like Tony Hawk. Or yeah, well, how did that become his thing? I guess that's like his Twitter shtick. It's so funny because yeah. people like play like they they know of Tony Hawk, but they don't know. Well, and I who think because he, he looks like just like a a guy. A guy. Like, Tony Hawk looks Let me like see what, just man. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> Avatar for man. Yeah. Tony Hawk. Um, yeah. The I don't as you know, I do not love sports. I do not love skateboarding. But as you also know, I do love a sports documentary. Yes. I love this about you. Love it. And so I was like, oh, I gotta watch this. Why? I don't know. I don't know any of the people in it. But <laughs> like it looked really good and it was. I highly recommend it. I Did do have ever, a theory. Oh, oh go. Yes, 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 yes. I want to know from anybody that listening that's an expert on um, the spectrum and autism, I keep making a list from my best friend Kelly who's in that field of like people I suspect are on the spectrum that aren't like just don't know or haven't said that. I definitely think Tony Hawk is on the spectrum, like a like Asperger level. Okay. I'm interested too. I, well, bet, I, do I, think, I think a lot more itself. people maybe even know but it's just not public. Yeah, like they, why are they going to make an announcement? Yeah, because you know who else came out in in that same way is I want to say Chris Rock. Yes, he, he didn't did. say yeah that he has. He did learning, say he, has, he was diagnosed. Yes. Okay. Yeah. On the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. But he didn't know until he like a couple years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I it it's very helpful for people to get that diagnosis and. Yeah, because if you are. Um, on that sort of like Asperger end, which I know mm-hmm. they don't even call it that anymore. Mm-hmm. But even though, um, I, as a medical, I, I think they should. I think it fit. It's like why not? Well, it was helpful to call it something, mm-hmm. but I, mean, I think it's harder to diagnose, especially in women. And oh yeah, um, you know, in Tony Hawk's case, like it really lent itself to becoming excellent. Like if you can yeah. really focus on what you want to do and you you can especially in that field where it's about physics and stuff where he like just needs to understand how his body has to go and stuff okay and people were giving me a hard time for watching the videos on the physics of snowboarding come on oh who was i didn't even give you a hard time about that who are these people i well just somebody that i went on a date with so there i didn't Sarah. go on a date with I, not now oh, before i no, didn't I go know. on with them again see he yeah some dude made fun of you for wanting to understand the physics of the thing I mean, you not love. like may, maybe it wasn't like made fun but like was kind of like my god oh okay yeah well, they, they didn't get it they didn't get if you don't like the that nookie. about me, you're not going right. to... Oh, they didn't just get that. I was thinking second date. Zeus is like, you did not let him put it in your butt. <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, like, right. No, Susie, get oh, just a second date. Just, or even <laughs> I might have even been a first date. Oh, that's funny. No, I think that the, that's what that kind of thing is. It's all it's physics. So and it, all, that's all it is. And once you yeah. understand that, it's like, oh... But he's been married four times, 
And so I think he has a bit of a problem, oh. you know. Oh. Maybe. Relationships are difficult. Yeah. Maybe he's not really good at. Because he doesn't seem like the wandering eye type. I think he did have that. Well, mm-hmm. I think when someone gets famous and like groupies are throwing themselves at you, that you don't even need yeah. to have a wandering eye. It's just right there. Okay. Here's my question. Why do you not think this about Kenny G? That he's on the spectrum? Yeah. Oh, he probably is. I just hadn't started this uh, list yet at the time. Oh, okay, okay. Because I feel like I, I was wondering that, and you were like, I don't, I didn't. And uh, maybe he didn't say that. He didn't he's say that. On it. Right. But if I think back, yeah, I mean. Because he said I didn't really like music. Like, he didn't really like music. He just wanted to learn how to do it. Yeah, he just wanted to be right. good at it. And then it yeah. made, there were a few things where I was like. I'll add him to my list. I'm going to write that down. And then that makes some of the things... Susie's actually writing it down (laughs) in the list. She's like, hang on, let me get my... uh, uh, uh." (laughs) I got out my quill. She's got to categorize like the old-timey, like old-timey, like not even that, like people probably still have these, like a little address book, like little letters. That's that's under uh, Yeah. Okay, Kenny G, I'm at... I For real, that makes sense. I remember recently Hannah Gadsby... Was diagnosed, yes. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, especially women, it, you don't catch it right away. And only later when you start to like yeah, have relationships. Yeah, the social stuff has been built up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, anyway, the Tony Hawk thing was great. And it is like, here's what was compelling. The idea that the very thing that brings you the most joy and sort of like that joy of life, you know, that feeling yeah. of like joie excitement. Yeah that it's kind of killing him and all of his um, colleagues Mm. because it's so destructive to his body. And they're all getting to that age where, like, they all get a a concussion and then you wonder, like, is this the end? Yes. But they can't stop. This is for real. They can't stop. It's for real. I got to say, the guy I'm dating, he loves snowboarding, like, Mm. in the same way. Mm-hmm. loves it. Right. And he had it like a fall where he hit his head and like burst a blood vessel in his eye. And it got me thinking like, oh my God, this is really, and there is no, he was like out the next day, like snowboarding again. Yeah. Suze, exactly. <sighs> and I'm like, that makes me, so nervous because like you can't take they're they they're like not gonna stop doing it maybe he's on the spectrum i'm just gonna take it saying that yeah do you think he might be i think i am in some ways i think i have symptoms that are where i i don't i think that i would i don't have a full diagnosis maybe there's a lot of overlap in adhd and Spectrum disorder, hundred percent. You know, and I know people in my family have a lot of symptoms like that. So I definitely think that I have symptoms that, especially like fixations and, mm-hmm. like I'll eat the same exact thing for a month, and you, then like I, for breakfast or again. something, like a like certain for meal, every meal. <laughs> You mean for three square a day, you're eating 100%, like I mean oatmeal that. or whatever. Yes, I mean that. Okay, I was not aware of this. <laughs> oh, I get like a fig. Like, Did you hid like, this from me all this time? Kind of. I think people oh. see it as meal prepping and they just think I'm... 
<laughs> she calls it meal prepping, but it's just like Xeroxing. <laughs> yes. Like oh. I love it. I have and I have my go to meal. Like there's there's like what's five the current that, one? What are you into? Well, the current one is oatmeal. <laughs> oatmeal and mac and cheese. Yeah. I only well, I, I didn't guess that you guys right before we started she was finishing her oatmeal. So yes. that's why. The mac and cheese was like an add on that I just happened to have but so that's like not on the on the regular programming right now. But you're but eating oatmeal- like mainly oatmeal. Mm-hmm. all day <laughs> oh my god well just for like three just i had just like for a couple days but i'm probably gonna like then they'll like go out to dinner or something and it'll reset it oh no now i'm embarrassed i have no reason <laughs> to be it's fine no. i think you know what i think it is i think what it is is that i'm in a transitional phase of my life right now where i literally don't even have kitchen utensils like yeah. my stuff hasn't been delivered yet from the moving trucks She's like, yeah. what the hell are they? Well, and maybe it's similar um, to like how um, Mark Zuckerberg wears a hoodie every day. Like they want to eliminate yeah. a decision. Yes, that's what it is. And so you're just like, I'm just eating yes. oatmeal. I don't yes. want to think about it. That's what it is. I can't because mm-hmm. I can't because I'm overwhelmed right now because it's a new grocery store, which overwhelming to me. A new, if even just like a new, if I go to like door, I'm like, don't even want to Uber Eats or DoorDash something or anything like that because I'm scared of not liking what I get and like them being disappointed with the food. And then there's nothing worse than like waiting like all day, like, oh, I'm going to have this meal for dinner and then you order you it. It's be like let down. the worst. So tried and true, but like it's specific. It's like this specific gluten free oatmeal with a banana, half a banana mashed up in it with a, a walnuts. And a little splash of uh, creamer. (laughs) Splash. Well, maybe, maybe we'll keep we'll keep an eye on that. Maybe we have some (laughs) (laughs) some things. Okay, let's talk about how I all know (laughs) how I got a new pair of glasses from. A wonderful company that is working with us called Pear. Like, you know, a pair of glasses. Yeah. Okay. Tell me more. Okay. It's so cool because first of all, I mean, I feel like I'm just behind the times, but like when you want to buy a pair, you go on and you can look at what they have and then you turn on your camera and it'll put them on you like the simulation. It's like a try on situation. Yes. And it really worked because I was like, I could really try on like quote unquote Yes. Glasses. And then I It's like a filter. I love it. It's a filter. I mean totally. Like we shouldn't be surprised that this technology works if those filters Yes. That's what I mean. Like okay, I get it. I am equally as surprised and now I get it. Okay, got it. So they came but also you can add on these magnetic things that stick on to change the color of them. So you can do different colors on the same pair. Oh nice. Like change them for the season. Change them to match your looks. Totally. And so the other oh, thing is I don't think a lot of people know price. that they, there is a company that has a monopoly on eyeglasses, which is why they're so overpriced, Every you know, sunnies and prescription eyewear. And so this company is doing the workaround. So that's why it's affordable. I did not know that. Well, that's I, good. Thank you, guys. Yes, thank you. So base frames start at just 60 bucks, including prescription lenses. And they have tons of like... You know, different shapes, whether you want cat eye or like those big ones everyone's into, different colors, um, and then you can remix with those magnetic things that pop on. Ooh. Just really cute. 
I love them. I feel like teachers are going to love this because you know how teachers love doing like... They do love a theme. I think my grandma would have loved this. She always <laughs> had like the jewelry that was with the season. Yes. Like I could see somebody with like red and white striped ones for Christmas time. It's whimsical. Whimsical. Yes. You Who can- doesn't love some whimsy? <laughs> you can get glasses as unique as you are. One pair, infinite style, starting at just 60 bucks. Go to paireyewear.com slash brain candy for 15% off your first purchase. That's 15% off at paireyewear.com slash brain candy. I want to work with them. I mean, if you're listening, Pear, I want to work with you guys and do like a brain candy. <gasps> See, like on the border Stop of our... It. Our logo and stuff. Yes. We have this cute doodle. We could definitely make that into a frame, like a magnetic frame to pop on. That would be so I want to cool. collab. I want to collab, Pear. Oh, okay. my gosh. What's a collab? <laughs> Let's do a collab. Okay. So. Oh, I was going to um, say something about. Oh, I had an experience where there was uh, t- words text up on a television, and I was like, oh, I can't read it. Oh, no. Uh huh. You need readers. I said, "What does that say?" Because I actually R. could not. R.I.P. Youth. Yep. R.I.P. R.I.P. Remember? Yeah. Oh when... my gosh, Sarah yeah. is literally not literally over the hill. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Metaphorically over. That we learned last time the hill. Yes. Yeah. I I told my mom. I called my mom one day, and I said, "Mom, it's happened." I'm going to tell you what I, I'm going to tell you how I feel. And you tell me the action I did that, that made me feel like this. And okay. I said, I know I'm officially old now. And she goes, you went to thread a needle, didn't you? And I was like, yep, you got it. Why? Couldn't Have you guys it. talked about this before? She used to all, because she was a wardrobe stylist. So she would always uh. hand me her needles to thread. And I would always be like, how come you can't do this? It's so easy. And she was like, just wait. Are One you day me? you will go to put a needle up or you will put to thread a needle and you will realize that there, it, there will be a day where you have to hold it, pull it back and oh, do that whole M-G. like, and you will know that you are old and that moment happened. My God, you're so young though, Sarah. Oh, this happened like a year ago. <gasps> oh my God. She I has know. premature aging, you guys. That's so funny. When was that? When is has that not happened to you yet? No, but I think that it's because of my particular Susie. prescription. I have okay. one bad eye and one good eye. Oh, may oh, because you know what? You know when you hold one eye, I can do it. It's right. the focusing them. Oh my yeah. god, that's like where your disadvantage is now an advantage. Yeah, you can it, do that. I waited up. long enough. Wow, it paid off. I'm fascinated by this. Okay, cool. But I'm sure if I good didn't story. have that, then. I would be with you, like, holding menus way, like, the hell out. Yeah. Yeah. Who's with me in the Hold It Away From You Club? <laughs> Woo! That hurts. Okay. Remember recently when we were talking about um, how the Girl Scouts were, Oh, like- my God. I re-listened to that episode. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. Tell me. Did we, we get something terribly to them, weren't we? Were we? Nope. Oh. I still stand by it. Because I re-listened to it, and I was obs- – I – I take the same position. I so you know how we say like are men okay? I want to be like are Girl Scouts okay? Because <laughs> oh there's my God, another there's more? story. I don't think they're okay. Or are we just all not okay? Well, that's for sure. We are all not okay. But it seems like the Girl Scouts are really having an, a crisis here because in the New York Times today, 
It said that New York Times. a loss. <laughs> I know, right? This sounds scary. It's made it all the way to the top. Yes. <laughs> um, the they sued the Girl Scouts. Sued the Boy Scouts. <laughs> I'm sorry. That already isn't funny. Right? This and is like, like one girl in the playground was like, oh, yeah? My dad's going to sue your dad. <laughs> well, I'm like, listen, if this anyone's going to – totally serious and I apologize. No, it isn't. If anyone were going to be like, you know what? I'm inclined to side with the Girl Scouts in this lawsuit. It's us. Uh, to- 100%. But the the lawsuit was dismissed. Here's oh. what they were suing about. <laughs> they are mad that the Boy Scouts are using the word scouting, scouting without specifying that it is Boy Scouting. I am so annoyed. <laughs> right? This you know what that's the version that what that is? That's like Okay, wait, let me think of a good, because I know that they're going to say it's in our name, like Girl Scout. Well, yes. Okay, but- here's why I hate this. Here's why I hate this. Because what is scouting in the definition? Oh, okay. I would imagine it's outdoorsy. It's <laughs> getting in touch with nature. It's like doing something. It's like looking for like, shit. Like I'm scouting this location. Is there a difference in their mind between the activities? Because if I said I'm Girl Scouting, does that mean I'm fucking... Selling cookies, sewing, threading or a needle, sewing or threading a needle, <laughs> or cooking macaroni and cheese or oatmeal. Right, <laughs> right. What are you saying? What are you saying? But that makes so sense. And they were arguing that it's di- it's um, no. confusing people that people won't know who they mean because Boy Scouts. Remember how they were? They had no. to let girls join. So now yeah. if you're a girl, you can join the Boy Scouts. I think Good. that you're just mad. They have a bee in their yes. bonnet about this. Yes. And they're like, they're, maybe they're mad that the Boy Scouts are like taking some of their Can boys join Girl Scouts? No, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> How come? <laughs> Probably because of like predator concerns, but I don't know that. That's my guess. Like, But like, like, boy, like little boys. Yeah, but I bet you it's like... Um, like oh, how there's still get. all girls schools, but like the Citadel had to allow women. Oh, to, okay, because you can't. Enroll. Yes, because yes. it's seen as like an underprivileged group. I don't yes. know that. I'm just yes. guessing. Yeah, that's what a if good, you could live. Maybe we should just let everybody join whatever the hell they want. Yeah, this was an episode of Parks and Recreation. Which part? There, where they had. Oh my god, and the names are so cute. For I'm gonna look it up. Parks and Recreation, uh, and it it was about uh, like the Girl Scouts or like their version of the, the Pawnee Rangers and the Pawnee Goddesses. Yeah, God, because you could tell Leslie Nope was like, "We're the goddesses." You know, it was probably some situation <laughs> like what I was in, where they had Indian princesses, and they were like, "That's definitely cultural appropriation. <laughs> we're going to change it to the Pawnee Goddesses." That's it was exactly like that is too, though. And so, you know. and they were not letting because the girls wanted. There was one girl who wanted to join the Pawnee Rangers and do the outdoorsy stuff, and they're like, "You can't do that. You're a girl." And then they, you know, and and Leslie Nope was like, well, "I'm not having any of that." <laughs> and then she had to do that. Well, okay, can boys join? Some boys want to join the Pawnee Goddesses, and so they had. And then everybody was just doing everything. I think. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess Shout out to we'll Parks probably and Rec. come to that. In evangelical church, or I guess it was Pentecostal, um, we had the Royal Rangers. That was the boy one. <laughs> and the girl one was called the Missionettes. <laughs> no! Oh, yeah. No! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yours sounds like work. <laughs> Their sounds like... Work for the Lord. Parades. Is what that is. <laughs> So you feel like mission, right? Because missionette sounds like we had a lot of work to do, and Royal yeah. Rangers sounded like really awesome. Royal Rangers are like like they're, they're regal. Like the, they're they're like maybe also militant. They're like <laughs> well, definitely. There's a lot of that language. Yeah, yeah. Any hoodles? I'm just saying, Girl Scouts, are you okay? Because yeah. maybe maybe this doesn't matter. Is this where we're putting Girl Scout cookie money towards? Is this I where mean, our Girl Scout cookie money? We are going to get so much hate mail, Sarah. What are they going to say? They're going to do say, they support the the lawsuit? No, they're going to say you should support the girl the, this what? organization. It's good for girls, and we're going to say we do. We just don't think the word scouting should be like just they like you don't have to specify what gender. It's okay. Not everything has to be gendered. Yeah, but I'm still not 100% it is that great for girls. <laughs> oh, why? I think You that... can go ahead and send me mail on that. I don't well, know. Well, maybe we do need to be educated, because I, but I think I, Maybe that... I don't know, but I feel like like the the things that get highlighted in Girl Scouts are not good. I thought they were good. They do like um they do STEM stuff. Okay, that's great. That's and I good. thought, you know, nature, we're into that. Yeah. I like I, you know what I just don't like? I We've don't switched. like the making children sell stuff. <laughs> That's the it's the cookie you... sales aspect that I wish wow. was separate. That's I'm the not best kidding. part. I, if I were a little girl, I do not think. Why? Why well, they're is delicious that the best part? only. Be, be, yeah. The then uh, the moms can sell them. But I feel like there's not. And if you're going to tell me that, oh, it teaches kids about how to put them. No, I think there are other things to do that because it, I was mortified and embarrassed and I hate it. And I could feel, I felt very uncomfortable as a child asking people for money for things. I hate any of those, those, I don't like them. I don't think we should put children to work in soliciting, soliciting. Okay. Am I crazy in this? No, I feel like... Is this going to be an unpopular opinion? Because they're going to say, well, how do we fund these things? I I just feel like... I think they're going to say, we're so much more than that. And here's all the things we teach young girls. And here's why I agree with that. I should have been specific. Girl Girl scouting is fine. Selling cookies. Sarah, please. Selling cookies, not fine. Why don't we just give them a KiwiCo box and call it a day? That I'm all for. Yes. If they did that at their Girl Scout troop meetings, I'd be super into it. Right. Because if you want to learn STEM. Yes. If you want to learn hands-on science and art and geography, KiwiCo is where it's at. They have boxes for every age. Come right to your door and give a really fun, creative project for your kids to do. We love it over here. And it's really, it is educational, but it is fun. Not that pretend fun where people are like, well, you're, may, we make learning fun and then it's not fun at all. This right. isn't no, like this that. Is fun. Right. Yes. I have, as an adult, done multiple of these boxes. In right. fact, I found one when I was moving that I have here that I may just enjoy this weekend. See? Yes. This is 
any age. Step into spring. Celebrate the season of discovery with KiwiCo subscription. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code BRAINCANDY at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. Promo code BRAINCANDY. All Girl Scout people are going to be mad at me. I do not know anything about what they do in Girl Scouts. I never even did Girl Scouts. You just don't like the fundraising. I just don't like fundraising. That is the part, because I remember being the child who felt awful doing that. So it feels like that maybe it's the only part of Girl Scouts I hear about or know about or get connected. It feels like they're always selling cookies and... Does it really only happen once a year? Yeah, really. That's true. You got to stock up, which I do. Um, Okay. Well, anyway, the judge agreed with me and was like, this is ridiculous. So they did not win and they're very upset about it. Anywho, I (laughs) read. They are. They're very upset. I was, yeah. (laughs) Sarah had a joke. Wash the feelings down with some thin mints. Okay, I read a fantastic article in LitHub, and it was asking the question whether um, creativity required sadness. You know how that's the stereotype of like the tortured poet and, you know, the tortured artist. You don't know about that? I do. I'm thinking about, I think yes. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially what it concluded was that, not that it's essential, but that they did these studies and they found that it really does, sadness really does enhance creativity. I'll give you some examples after Sarah says what she has to say. Very you know I'm dying. Yes. I would disagree in saying that sad, you need sadness to have creativity. I think creativity is a, bi- is a coping mechanism for sadness. Oh, I see. So you become creative as a way of dealing with, with sadness. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So they do. I think they are paired, but that's the connection I see. It said that people who work in the arts are eight to ten times more likely to, than others to suffer from mood disorders, for starters, which that is a lot. Eight to wow. times more. Wow. Eight, eight to, ten, to times. Ton, ten times more likely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then wow. they, they, I love when they do stuff like this. They used um, linguistic analytical software to study um, letters written by Mozart and Beethoven. Oh, I love that too. Yes. And they traced their letters. Um, okay. When their letters referred to positive emotions, like they used words like happiness or negative ones like grief, mm-hmm. and then they determined how these feelings related to the quantity and quality of the music they composed at that exact time, which is bonkers, and I love it. Yep. They found that an artist's negative emotions were not only correlated with but also predictive of their creative output. And so, um, like, the the sadder they were, the better this shit was. Yep. Isn't that bonky? It's – I love – when like the studies show, when you can, the data shows that. The data shows because, it. Because this is, this it's it almost makes me sad because. <laughs> but then she's going to be real creative. Then I'm going to so. be creative. So don't worry, guys. Yeah. Because we 
we've seen, you know, as a mental health professional, I see all the time in my own work and in, in articles and information out there, there is such a growing number of children and adolescents who are struggling with depression and anxiety. And then what do we do in the schools? What are the first programs that get the old snippety snip? Yeah, right. The things that could be the exact cure and the the mm, reliever of maybe some of those feelings and symptoms. Mm-hmm. Or at least an outlet to put those feelings into. And now yeah. we're cutting it off and we're saying instead, do this work right here. And wondering why that's hard. <laughs> why? Yeah, why they keep getting worse. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer. I'm sorry. That is infuriating to me. Hold that thought. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm just gonna take this here sweater off and get my work done. Yeah. So you might see Sarah's <laughs> yeah. nip and Susie's neckline because she's uh, not wearing a turtleneck anymore. Susie's neckline. Okay. Let me. Oh, sorry. Let me read you this study uh, that was included in the article, which I thought was interesting. Um, they made these people. These students speak to an audience about their dream jobs. And unbeknownst to them, they arranged for some of the people to have an audience that was like really receptive, nodding affirmatively and smiling. And then other people had an audience where they were frowning and shaking their head. And then after the talk, they asked the students how they were feeling. And the people that bombed, you know, were obviously bummed out about it. Um, But then they, they asked all the students to make a collage and then they rated them for creativity. Art, professional artists rated them. Yeah. And the students who faced disapproving audiences created better collages than those that were smiling. Come on. Upon. It's a coping strategy. Yeah. And um, that's so obvious to me. The ones that were the worst, that had the most suffering, made the best <gasps> collages. Oh. So there you go. We have to provide creative outlets when there is trauma. Come. Although what we really, I would like to see an accompaniment with this study yes. is then was their mood improved? Yes. That's the after what if it's one. just like they make great art, but they're still like suicidal or whatever. That's not, I mean, right. I'd love to but see I their art, but. I, I feel like even just the, the awareness that the artists that they looked at and research for this went on to create more art and became the people that they did show that it isn't like they just get sad and then like it keeps them going. Yeah. It's beneficial. I, I really would. I do think that that is the second you're so right. That is like what is missing is the, how are the moods, Because, okay, okay, okay. Because think about what this does. When you create something that's creative and you set back and you're like, wow, I like that. It boosts your mood. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything that we do serves a function. Okay. Even things that we're not consciously aware of. So if we're not even consciously aware. There's no way that they could feel worse after having done that. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. 
I would I would bet dollars to donuts. I would yes, do, I <laughs> the most you could bet. <laughs> right. That is the most intense bet there is. Dollars to the donuts. The most intense bet there is. <laughs> right. That they that they are not that that is the Yeah, what you just said. They can't feel mm-hmm. sad afterward. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, there's no way it makes them worse. There's no way it and makes they, them worse. It probably makes them feel better. Nobody's composed a beautiful piece of music and, and throws it down and goes, pissed. well, I feel shitty. <laughs> I feel worse than I did Yes, before. you think Vincent Van Gogh put the last stroke on Starry Night and was like, Fuck well, now I, feel, now I feel awful. No, it was the opposite feeling. He did right, it all for painting. the feeling of satisfaction that comes with the. Oh, that's so deep, Susie. I mm-hmm. love this. Oh, I love this. The stories you. A plus. That was a good one. That was in LitHub. Um, and it was one so of those good. articles where, like, every line you're like, oh my God. Because right, it's that's just what like. I'm here. Really blows your mind. I'll, I'll um, post that in my close friends, too. It's just making me think so many different things. So I just love that. And I think that it's also, you know. Why we, why so much of therapy with children is just let them be creative. Yeah. Not so much. The only therapy with children. Mm. Yeah. There's directive therapy or non-directive therapy. And non-directive is you just sit back and you watch them create and you don't even give any comments of good or bad. You just say what is. Oh, you're playing with the boat there. Oh, you, you can't even say you like playing with the boat. Oh, it looks like you like playing with the boat. Nope, that's giving an opinion. It's just Facts. And then if they want, yeah, and then if they want you to play, you say, "Oh, you want you want me to join in." Don't ever do this to me. It's, I you're uh, not a child. It I know, but I can you. see you doing it. <laughs> Where you're like, you'll be like, "Oh, this. you're stirring that bread." You're you're mixing the bread. I can see it. Yeah. Well, I was actually having this conversation with Link recently because we were watching that new Netflix show called Is It Cake? Oh my god. I watched it too. I thought there's no way I could like this. Oh right. 2 hours later. <laughs> right. It's a real kick in the teeth by the way if you've ever pitched any show ideas to Netflix, <laughs> which I have had. I've done this and they're like, "No, thanks, but no thanks." Is- and then you're like, "But they said yes to Is it Cake?" Okay. That which hurts. is also fascinating for like a thousand reasons. As somebody, did you watch the first episode and then the second yeah. episode? Yes. And how they didn't know what they were doing either and they were just making it up as they went along? Yes. Did you notice that? Totally winging it. Totally winging it, where they were having them come up, like the contestants who just lost were like then serving their cake to the judges. And even the host was like, this feels awkward. Next episode, they did not do that. I was like, they are fucking making this shit up as they go. Yeah, they are. But it is fun to watch. Oh, it's so fun. If you haven't seen it. So many things aren't cake. Yeah. So many things are cake. Exactly. That's what I took away. But anyway, and there's a contestant, as if, I'm sure you'll remember, who is has that green hair, and he wears like really funky glasses that are like uh, clearly handmade that are made of like eyeballs or something, you know, yeah. like plastic eyeballs, and not actual eyeballs. And um, Lincoln was like, "Why does he look like that?" 
And I was like, oh, that's like self-expression, man. That's like when you sometimes when you feel different, like instead of trying to become like everyone else, you almost want it to be even more different. What a good explanation. And I wondered, though, if it was like I wondered, like, am I is he wonder what he's thinking right now about that? Like, if that's he a good explanation. Well, and I think it's true because, I mean, he's from Des Moines, Iowa, this guy. And I'm sure yeah. he's um, gay. I think he said he is. And he has a bakery called Freak Show <laughs> Bakery. Yeah. Like, this is part of his identity. It's a whole yeah. persona. And, like, he's fun and interesting. But, like, I can see how a kid would be like, what is happening here? I feel like I want to go with the same tattoo explanation. I'm colorful on the inside yeah. and I want the outside to match. I'll tell him that because he doesn't I'm never really funny on the in- I think I said that to Lincoln. Yeah. Because Lincoln has asked me when he was younger, he'd be like, why do you have all those tattoos? Why do you have that? Okay. Well, I'm really fun and colorful on the inside. So I want the outside to look the same as how I feel on the inside. Yeah. Which I think is also a nice way to introduce a lot of other things. Yes. I want the outside to look like how I feel on the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's cool. And it's like what we're talking about with all this creativity and stuff. Like people want to get it out, whether it's a symphony or blue hair or whatever. They just want to get whatever's yeah. in there, get it out of there. Yeah. Um, but on the same sort of – well, let me just say. I'll take a break. Last uh, – episode or last week we talked about my hair tragedy right yes r.i.p my hair dude and- <laughs> Suze, i did not stop thinking about this and i told the next like four people i saw about this <laughs> it really does suck. and then I they mean- were they were all in shock that you calmed down the hairdresser yeah i talked to her off the ledge it was intense and she was like panic attacking but um as i mentioned Luckily, we have a partner, Nutrafol, yes, that we are working yes, with yes, now. Yes. That is hopefully my my redemption, my savior. Yes. I know that it will be because my friend yeah. who had a baby, and then I gave her a bottle of this, saw an ad for it, was like, oh, let me get her yeah. something. She loved it. Yes. I mean, a lot of people have hair issues from stress or pregnancy, like you said, yeah. um, like postpartum stuff, or in my case, just like damaged uh, processing type of stuff. And it does, you do feel like it's, it gives you anxiety and stress because it's your crown and glory. A hundred percent. I think about nice. it all the time. And Nutrafol is a dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. Just take it every day. I take it every morning and it will improve. Uh, it's clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp oh. coverage. Well, no, I want this. Right. And, oh, and visible like, scalp coverage. These sides, what ha- that, along with can't not seeing anything anymore, you also will have some visible scalp on the side of your temples, yes. apparently. Right, right here. Right? Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, they have three formulas to support women throughout all stages of life. I am very excited about it. I want to get back on track after yes. the disaster. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering our code BRAINCANDY to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. 
Um, plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com. It's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code BRAINCANDY. Um, I'm psyched. I've heard such yeah, good things, and I really need all the help I can get. So thank you, Nutrafol. Okay. So anyway, in keeping with this theme of like, music and creation and whatever there was i just read about this guy this japanese composer modern day who pretended to be deaf he pretended what? to be deaf to like to do this whole like i'm a genius thing w- w- which we do with composers where like they have to have some sort of ridiculous oh obstacle no, no, no. to overcome well, right, right. <coughs> like how do you pretend to be deaf? This is what's hilarious to me. Let me, uh, like, the funniest part for me is how he was found out because he was doing this interview for a magazine, and they obviously had, like, an interpreter, and he would start answering the questions before the oh. interpreter was done. And then, like, when the doorbell rang, he went up and got it. Oh! See, I'm like, this is too easy to, to mess up on. I He went up stuff. and got the doorbell. Yes, like, what the hell, my man, you, and the funniest part to me, maybe, is that he didn't even write the music. He was also plagiarizing the music, so it's not even like he just wanted to make it seem cooler. What is the, what are the, the, he's Millie Vanilli, and he's Millie and Vanilli! (laughs) Yes! Yes, Sarah! (laughs) For real! He's both! It'd be like, yeah, like if Millie Vanilli... And I know that Millie, it wasn't like one of them did one thing and one of them did another. I do know this for anybody who's breaking down that joke right now and being like, Sarah, that's not... Well, actually... Don't, well, actually, my joke, you know what I was going for. It's the more the feeling. If Millie Vanilli also pretended to be like in a wheelchair, this is what (laughs) it would be like. Like, it's ridiculous. That's okay. This is right in line. This is like the, this is why there are rumors about, say, uh, oh my God, I almost said Samuel Jackson. Nope, not him. Uh, uh, Stevie Wonder. Oh. Have you heard? Oh, yes. who is it? Uh, um, uh, Shaquille O'Neal has a Stevie Wonder story that is really funny. I think we talked about it. Stevie but it was Wonder. Debunked. Of course Obviously, it was. We know Stevie Wonder is blind, but Shaquille O'Neal and Stevie Wonder live in the same building in, I want to say in like off Wilshire, like in LA and, and Shaquille <laughs> Just O'Neal. That is funny. Right? That alone. I'm like, I, I have to know who else lives in that building. Cause get hold guaranteed. On. Are you having to hold in the plug on your computer to like 100%. Stay? You can't let go. No, no, I, I, no, I'm going, I'm going, I want to try to find the edge. I have a plug in my desk, but I have to plug in my computer, but. You should do that. I didn't want to interrupt the flow of our conversation. No, I know, it's so nice. So instead, people on Patreon will see me (laughs) doing everything to try to get to my plug. I tried to ignore it, but I couldn't. No, you and I was like, eventually she's probably going to say something. Hopefully before 1%, because I'm at 2% right now. I better plug this bad boy in. Uh, oh, she really tries, you guys. It's so I great. I try so hard. I love it. I try so hard. Ah, there we go. 
Shout out she, to this desk that has plug you uh, 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 USB plugs in it. Shout out to that. That's really handy. Right? So like everything around me is trying to help me out and working in my favor, yet still somehow. Okay, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Shaquille Shaquille O'Neal, Steve Wonder, live in the same building. Shaquille O'Neal is going to, going to, uh, uh, he's already in the elevator, sees Stevie Wonder coming, Uh holds the elevator open for him, doesn't say a word, Uh Stevie Wonder gets into the elevator and goes, thanks, Shaq. (gasps) What? I heard this. From Shaquille O'Neal, not IRL, but in an interview he did. Do you think that it was like the smell, his smell? I was thinking that. I was like, there's, or like how, I I was thinking he maybe took a step and you would hear the difference in shoe size. That was my theory. Totally. Is that if a size 24 foot or whatever (laughs) size, guaranteed that his feet are that size. Like what the hell? They're probably bigger than that. I don't even know. But- Shaquille, I, I bet Steve, and how many people, and if he knows that Shaquille O'Neal lives in my building, I feel like. Well, right. I mean, that's the thing. He we could, at least you know, knew But that. it was a, certainly a fun, uh, uh, you know, thing to do in my head. Well, of like, I mean. Is he, I, or like. Kind, kind, I would wonder, oh, yeah. Oh, 23 is his shoe size. What that did I say? Really 24? I was yeah. one off. So. I wonder though, is it vibrational or scent? Or both, or what are the other ones? No, what do you not think taste. Smells like <laughs> maybe he wears like a certain cologne or something. For sure. Yeah, yeah. he probably has his own. Like shack. I know that's what I was gonna say. I feel like he has one. And then wouldn't it be funny if he like had one, but he wore like Michael Jordan's cologne? Right. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, that that conspiracy theory was one of my least favorite ones. What? That was one of my favorites because it yeah, was so yeah. ridiculous. Well, it's funny, but it's like. There isn't even part of me that thought it could be but, true. I need to be cu- the, like, almost like I could believe it. Though there is, I love a personal, like, rumor, like what, like conspiracy theory. But what it reminds me of, which I I can't believe. I don't know if I've ever told this story on here. If you are a challenge fan, Katie Doyle from the challenge is the best. At making up fake rumors about people. Oh, yes. She is good at that. The best ever. She has two that I'm aware of that she has created that are so funny. I can't even take it. Very convincing. Because they're just weird enough to be believable. But, like, they're too weird to, like, you're like, Does she eventually admit it? That, like, just... She has not admitted... There are a couple of the... uh, There The one I heard... One of them I know she has not admitted. I don't know about the other. But she, on Cutthroat Challenge, started a rumor that she walked in on Dunbar tweaking his nipples, like like pinching his nipples and, and breathing in the mirror like... To, pull, to psych himself up. To psych himself up. Which, if you know Dunbar, totally could be believable. Yeah. Very like... And, and so he had to... Fu- he was like, I didn't do that. I swear. And the more he denied it, the more she was like... Why do you care so much then? Right. <laughs> it was so good. And so that was the one she never let up on, but I know it wasn't true. And the other one that she made up, I think you told me. Do you remember? Mm-mm. She, or maybe, who knows who I heard this from. She started a rumor that Adam King's butthole is a little off center. 
That is not in line with the crack. I have heard that rumor. You've heard the rumor. That's so funny. She made that up. That it's not that he, she said it's just a little to the left, <laughs> and he has to like sit different when he goes to the bathroom or something. But like that's because you would you'd think like, okay, people on the challenge are weird enough for that to be a thing. Like who knows? So I like those weird rumors. So would you that say are... that the Stevie Wonder one falls yes. into that? Oh. Yes. Or somebody you was think like he went his whole life pretending to be blind. That is believable to you. No, it's so crazy. That, like, you know it's not true, but it's a fun thing to just be online, like, be yeah, on board like, what for if? that. Because <laughs> what if? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cause, like, and then hearing people's stories about it are more funny than the actual, that big, you know. Okay. Shaquille O'Neal's story is a funnier story than, than, you know, the whole conspiracy theory in itself. I don't know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Um, I forgot to talk about... Another documentary, by the way. I was going to do Tony Hawk and this other one to oh, tell yeah. you about. It's it's on Netflix, the uh, Jimmy Savile Who's that? story. He it was huge in the um, UK. He was um, a popular TV host of a show called Jimmy Will Fix It. Hmm, and okay. it's, um, gosh, I think it's, I don't know how many episodes, but it's a series. And... The thing is, like, this guy, you take one look at him, and you're like, that's a predator. Oh, God. He's got that look. Yeah. He, like, and I'm thinking, oh, really? These Brits never, it never occurred to them that maybe, like, this guy shouldn't be trusted? Because he was also very creepy in interviews and stuff. Yeah. But then I remembered, like, Michael Jackson, so I was like, okay, well. Well, and, like, every single murderer, like, ever... Yeah, like he groomed a country. That's how I see it. Like he <gasps> groomed a country. God. The way he accomplished his predation was by volunteering at hospitals <sighs> and school for like like orphanages. And you think, well, that's so generous, but that's who he was preying upon. Oh, yeah. And the worst part is that um, none of this came out until after he died 
So, so even all the victims were quiet. Guess how many there were in the end, and I'm sure oh, there were no. more. Okay. Oh, well, my I'll just God. tell you because I don't want you to guess. I don't. 450 plus <gasps> people. Like that it is all so came out bad. afterwards? Yeah, because they all, he was so good at it that they all thought they were the only one. Oh, my God. He did groom a whole country. And Ew, the, what was this documentary called? Jimmy Savile. And then I don't know what the subtitle was, but it's just his story. Oh, my God. And it's just like, it's fascinating to see how charisma and fame and yeah. power can shield you from accountability. And then also how, like, media people kind of cover for each other a lot. Yeah. And and when you see someone on TV, you sort of, like, you just think, oh, well, they're just a character. Instead of thinking, like, that's creepy and weird. Why are you doing that? Yeah. If you watch it, you won't believe it. Because the show, Jimmy will fix it, was for kids. I mean, this was not... Ah! A, yeah. It's insane. Ew. Even just the title. Right. Jimmy will fix it. Ew. Ew. That's what a predator would say. Yes, Susie. I know. And um, when did this take place? This was like the 80s. Oh, God. Yeah. See, this um, is why this is this that whole stranger danger thing was the worst thing. He wrote a book that was about stranger danger. Okay. This is how good he was. Like, he covered all his bases. Yeah. He but knew. he knew he wasn't a stranger to anyone. Right. The whole country knew him. Oh, fuck. That's so It's scary. insane. So I, w- Ooh, I, I want to really... see that, and I want to see his picture. I really... Did you not see him? Google that guy. No, I didn't. Cause you something... have to... Is all of a sudden, my computer? computer's like dragon. Okay, I'm going to show... Oh, you probably can't see me because the screen's frozen. Uh, I mean, you won't believe it. I mean, it's yeah, basically like, imagine in your mind... What the creepiest predator would look like, that's what he looked like. Oh, did he have those glasses? He had glasses. He had like, oh, a long, I know exactly what glasses he had. Bob is yeah. super weird. Anyway, I liked watching it though because it is, I think it's important to see how power works. And, you know, we saw it with Harvey Weinstein. We see it with a lot of these guys that are successful. Yeah. yeah. But like, it's good to be reminded <sighs> because. The human mind is really inclined to believe people. Like even when all the evidence. Well, no, this is, this is, you are a hundred percent right. Yeah. We are not only is the human, we are, are biologically programmed to do that. To assume people are telling the truth. To, yes, to assume because it comes from a, a need to believe that our caregivers are going to look out for us. Like we're so helpless and we're at the mercy of our caregivers that like we have we have this this we like need to be shown that people are good mhm and this desire to believe that people are good and so that's what we look for and that's where like a bunch of attachment shit stems from well it makes sense because it is bad and we all do this every day like when someone tells us something we're inclined to believe it whether or not the evidence supports it. Yeah. And so I'm just, I was just telling this to Adam. The older I get, the more I realize that that thing where you think, just briefly, like it'll flash in your mind, like you'll be watching someone do something and you'll think, huh, that was weird. Like lean into that. Yes. Anytime you have At- that like, huh, 
Oh, he absolutely... I know exactly who this is. You do? I've seen this, this guy. Yeah. He was super famous oh. in the UK. Oh, God! It'd be like if Mr. Rogers turned out to be a predator, except, except in all of his Mr. interviews, he says this. creepy things. He practically admits to it on the air constantly. So it's almost like it was just hiding in plain sight kind of deal. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what that is. Oh, my God. <sighs> so there you go. Let's wind it down. After we talk about predators, oh, let's he had a wind board it game. Down. Was it called Jimmy will fix it? Yep. <sighs> mm-hmm. To- you will be fascinated because everything about his life was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely a predator. Anyway, um, Tony Hawk. Oh, my Lord. Okay. So Tony Hawk is a definite yeah. C. Fascinating uh, uh. to see how somebody, somebody's like, the thing that makes their life great is also sort of like their undoing, which yeah. kind of is all of us oh, in one yeah. way or another. Flip side um, to every coin. Yes. Um, Sarah evidently is eating oatmeal nonstop. We listen, didn't know that. It's just <laughs> listen. Sometimes it's my favorite chili. Your favorite. And sometimes chi- I get crit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like my go-to chili that I like to make, and some, and then I mix it up for breakfast. I'll put I'll put eggs in it, so it's like a different meal. Yeah, that's okay. different. It's just like the start of a meal. Yeah, yeah, the palate. Yeah. Okay, and then um, Sarah has premature aging. Yeah. Well. So? So what? So what? <laughs> yeah, and what are you going to okay. do about it? <laughs> uh, we learned oh. that the Girl Scouts, maybe you're having tough times. And also, Sarah would like to apologize to all Girl Scouts out there. <laughs> too little, too late. To, I, totally, 100%. And I uh, really just learned that I have a problem with, with uh, uh, soliciting. Yeah, she doesn't like fundraisers money. at all. I don't like fundraisers. There's nothing fun about them. <laughs> Good one. Uh, there was a guy that pretended to be deaf. That was ridiculous. Oh, right. Oh, suffering kind of really helps you be creative. So if you're yeah. suffering, maybe that could be your silver lining. Or if yeah. you're suffering and you're like, I don't want to be suffering anymore. We don't have the data on this, but you should probably like do something creative because maybe you'll feel better. Yeah, think about it. Because we assume that nobody finishes a wonderful piece of anything and is like, I feel worse. Yeah, okay. And then, like, Stevie Wonder, is he blind? (laughs) Not according to Shaquille O'Neal. And then watch the Predator doc, okay? We've got to wrap it up here, people. I mean, you've got to use our codes. It makes such a difference. Anytime you use our code, subscribe. And tell a friend and all that jazz. We love you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.